Georgia's DBHDD is urging people to store and lock away all medications to prevent theft and keep them away from children and pets. Old medications can be disposed at Dropbox locations. Dropbox locations can be found at opioidresponse.info. Some of my favorite moments of discovery have happened when I found something I wasn't looking for in the first place. And I want to share my most recent discovery with you. In 1881, in Mobile, Alabama, an African-American man named James Reese Europe was born into this world. When he was 10 years old, his parents moved the family up to Washington, D.C., and young James began to study music. He became a wonderful pianist, and music flowed out of him like the Potomac River into the Chesapeake Bay. When he was 23 years old, James moved to New York City. Six years after that, he founded the very first union for black musicians in New York. It was called the Clef Club, and he formed the Clef Club Orchestra, a 100-piece ensemble that two years later did something unprecedented. They became the first black orchestra to play Carnegie Hall. The music they played, if you heard it today, you would call it jazz. But the year was 1912, a full 10 years before Louis Armstrong, that wonderful trumpet-playing son of New Orleans, made his first recordings. In short, James Reese Europe and his fellow musicians were playing jazz before most people knew there was such a thing. When World War I came along, Maestro Europe enlisted in the U.S. Army in 1916 and was assigned to establish a band that would attract more young Americans to sign up to fight. His infantry regiment, the 369th, was sent to France to fight beside the French army. Their French colleagues nicknamed them the Harlem Hellfighters, and James Reese Europe became the first black man to lead combat troops in World War I. And after the fighting, the 369th band turned Europe on to the original music that they had created back home. And Europe and his band came home from the war and began recording their songs in a studio in New York City. They were planning a two-month tour, and Europe was dreaming of forming a National Negro Symphony Orchestra. But all of that ended in May of 1919 when a drummer convinced that Europe was underpaying him, stabbed him and killed him on stage in Boston. James Reese Europe's achievement in a life that didn't even last 40 years was remarkable, but I had never heard of him until earlier this month. And I hope that you can take some time to root around in history And I hope you'll visit us at SalvationSouth.com to read more about the story of the mighty James Reese Europe.